<sighs> we all know that feeling. So I'm going to go through 10, maybe 12, could be a bonus in there, strategies to get rid of delayed onset muscle soreness, DOMS. So unfortunately, DOMS is part of the package with training. If you're going to lift weights, you're going to be sore at some point. Quite often you'll do a leg workout and then wake up the next day and feel like you've been hit by a bus. That doesn't mean that soreness is necessarily a good or a bad thing. It's not something to chase and it's not something to avoid. If you've been studying for four hours and you haven't got a headache, it doesn't mean that you've not been studying hard enough. The mechanism of DOMS is multifactorial. It's a combination of mechanical, neural, metabolic, and even renal causes that contribute to this sense of stiffness and pain. Some of the features involved would be micro tears of the muscle, increased creatine kinase activity, acute inflammation, and an efflux of stuff coming out of the cells. This diagram is particularly cool. You might not think so, maybe that's just me, but there you can you can see the DOMS. <laughs> you can see histological changes in how the muscle looks there, which is really cool. And because of this, this process interacts with the nerve endings that surround and interpenetrate the muscle fibers and give you that sense of DOMS. Anyway, it hurts. So here are my 10 tips, as well as a couple of myth busts along the way. Myth bustings. Bust mythings. Bust mythings. Myth Tip number one, active recovery. So let's say you have sore thighs from doing front squats and leg press yesterday. Today, do two sets of 50, you're not gonna like this, mid-range partial squats, just with body weight. So not going all the way up to the top, not going all the way down to the bottom, just staying in that mid-range. The goal is not to create a training effect from this, it's just to flush the blood into the muscle and teach your nervous system that it's okay. Number two, get your post-workout shake in. So timing your protein around your workout does seem to have an effect on reducing DOMS. So I would just go with regular whey and some carbs within an hour of your training session, before or after, whenever's convenient to get it in. Don't bother with BCAAs, I'll have to leave that to another video, but waste of money, expensive urine. Number three, speaking of urine, is stay hydrated. Now, interestingly, there's only one study that I could find on dehydration and DOMS, and it didn't appear to have an effect on the soreness that you have. However, being dehydrated is gonna make your training session harder and you're more at risk of injury. So there's no reason not to be well hydrated when you're training. Number four, walking. So similar to number one, it's a great way to flush some blood into the muscles as well as a good recovery relaxation activity to process some of the trauma from watching me on YouTube as well as your training session. Number five, supplements. So there are some naughty supplements that do have an effect, but we would not recommend. However, in terms of things you can buy over the counter, caffeine, does seem to have an effect on mitigating DOMS. If you take it the day after training, it seems to improve force output of sore muscles, um, but the dose required in the data is massive, five milligrams per kilogram. So around 400 milligrams for the average man, that's about eight coffees. It's not gonna be great for your recovery and for your sleep. Other supplements that have some minor effect in the data, low doses of taurine, and funnily enough, cherry juice. So there's a few studies on cherry juice and it seems to be to do with the quercetins um, with possible performance benefits as well of mitigating the strength loss that people get acutely post-workout. The trend of studies on cherry juice show that strength recovers faster in the short term, but does that result in greater muscle gains over the long term? Not sure. And I would tread carefully with these because some of the supplements that do actually work with DOMS are doing so precisely because they interfere 
with the mechanisms of hypertrophy, so it might not be a good idea to try and stamp them out at all costs. Fish oil might help with DOMS because of its anti-inflammatory effects, we'll cover that in a second. Magnesium is another one that's often claimed to be good for DOMS. It's a great supplement for many reasons, in terms of sleep, cardioprotection, muscle function, depression even, but the data is limited on DOMS and I'm not convinced that it directly stops it, including a study on Epsom salt baths showing that it's no better than hot water. Speaking of hot water, contrast baths or showers, so alternating between hot and cold, to support the proposed mechanism of transporting nutrients to the muscle and clearing out metabolites. I'm not sure I believe in that claim, but the rationale between hot and cold is that you're inducing alternating vasoconstriction and vasodilation to be able to get that effect. Unfortunately, this is a myth and has been observed in some cases to actually increase DOMS. Number seven, train again. So have you ever had a session after a long time off and you feel the wrath of God the next day? You can often find that you're more sore than normal. And this is because of the repeated bout effect. The muscle has its own defense mechanism to stop you from repeatedly causing the same damage to it. Paradoxically, if you increase your training frequency, you're going to be less sore overall. One way to do that would be to take the volume that you have over a week and spread it throughout the week. That also doesn't mean that you should never train on a sore muscle. If you have an intelligently designed split, you'll be avoiding that anyway, because you might do upper body on Monday, lower on Tuesday, upper Thursday, lower Friday. But sometimes you will still be sore and it's okay to train on that provided that you're still making progress and that you're not digging so deep into your recovery capacity that you're not able to recover long term. And if you are feeling a bit fragile on a given day, it's okay to have a recovery session, drop the load a little bit, and on those days try and avoid excessive eccentric or negative contractions because that's what can contribute to more muscle soreness. Number eight, eat more and sleep more. Sometimes it's the simple things. Could just be that you didn't eat enough, maybe you've got a stressful job and it's interfering with your ability to recover, you didn't sleep enough. Just up the protein, up the carbs, make sure you've got a good bedtime routine in place. Have a look at our guide for that here. Just make sure that you're covering the basics and that you're recovering properly from your sessions. Number nine, stretching. Surprisingly, stretching doesn't help with DOMS. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it, and there's other benefits to stretching which we cover in our interview with Kit Lachlan, but it won't help directly with DOMS. In fact, stretching when you're sore can even increase DOMS. Number 10, foam rolling and massage. So there's some weak data that massage two hours post-workout can slightly improve DOMS. Again, probably because it interrupts some of these mechanisms in hypertrophy, and the evidence for foam rolling is even worse. The goal of massage and foam rolling is to improve your tissue function and quality long term, but don't try and time it to get rid of your DOMS, just keep on top of it the same way that you would maintain your car. Also, I found this fascinating experiment of a guy, hats off to him, for thoroughly testing this massage hypothesis. He massaged one side of his body post-workout and tested the results in terms of his soreness. Massage is a bit difficult to look at in the data because it's very heterogeneous. It's not a single intervention and depending on the therapist, depending on the type of injury and everything, it's, it's quite difficult to pinpoint how effective it actually is. So your personal experience is quite useful in making that decision. Number 11, bonus tip, ice. So applying ice to a sore muscle has been shown to reduce perceived soreness, probably because it just changes the perception that you're getting at the nerve level, but it doesn't aid muscle recovery and it actually makes it worse if you're doing it post-exercise. Have a look at our video on Wim Hof, despite what the fanboys will tell you, unfortunately, cold exposure does not improve testosterone and it doesn't improve muscle recovery. 
On a similar note, anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen are sometimes used by people to help with muscle soreness. Again, it interferes with part of this necessary inflammatory cascade that triggers muscle growth. So by doing that, you could be selling yourself short with your gains. So I guess the conclusion for this is that there are some strategies you can take to reduce DOMS in the short term at the expense of muscle recovery. And that might be a cost that you're willing to accept if you have to perform for a competition or something, but they're not good muscle recovery strategies to use long term. So rather than trying to cap DOMS at every possible opportunity, improve your recovery capacity and then the gains will follow. The best way to do that is have a look at this video on our bedtime routine, as well as the full playlist we have on gaining muscle and losing fat. See you in the next video.